This is episode six. Is there a right way to train? Welcome to the Simplish Podcast, where we unpack complex topics, weaving in our unique experiences and research, making the everyday more simplish. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Simplish Podcast. My name is Ene. My name is Evelyn, and we have a doozy for you today. Yeah. So, how has your week been? It has been busy, very busy. Um, this week, I, you know, got the keys to my new house, so that's very exciting. Woo! Um, equally terrifying. I have, I'm very mixed emotions about it. I think part of me is like super stoked and it's like, yes, this is so cool. I can't believe I managed to do this. It's so exciting. And the other part of me is like, holy crap, I'm a homeowner now. That's a lot of debt. If anything breaks, I have to fix it. <laughs> I can't call anyone anymore. And that is a realization that is good that it happened, but also just like the weight of it is, is very serious. That is fair. So it's a lot of debt. It's a lot of debt. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. But well. very exciting. So apologies to our social media followers who have seen not a lot of posts in the last couple of weeks. I yeah. know I have been very distracted, um, you know, signing paperwork, meeting with lawyers, things like that over the last week or two. So I have kind of dropped off from everything, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to get back out there, start posting again a little bit more regulars. But just wanted to kind of let you guys know what's going on. How has your week been? Um. I mean, like we said last time, I'm happy to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> My week has been has been pretty good, you know, not mm-hmm. too bad. I'm just happy that the weather has finally started trending around and the yeah. snow is melting and mm-hmm. the sun's actually shining for mm-hmm. real. No negative 45 no, these days. No, not at all. It was like, I think, positive eight today, which is pretty Oh, incredible. yeah, it was like, I think there was slush everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we live in Edmonton for those of you who don't yeah. know. We need to get them rubber boots out. I know Lincoln would like to go for a walk with yeah, them rubber boots. I'm good with the rubber boots. You don't like rubber boots? Um, I'm good. You would want to get wetness on your feet? Uh, I'm not going to be walking in puddles. Oh, so you don't know how to have fun. Got it. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like to get wet on occasion, but you know. Yeah, just on occasion. <laughs> Anywho. Anyways, yeah. So today we're going to talk about... Um, is there a right way to train? So with the weather changing, you know, people are getting excited about going outside, doing more. Um, it's important to know that like there are things you can do outside to stay active Yeah. and that there are different ways of being active and within that, some that are better than others, I guess. I guess honestly, I guess better for in the, the sense, results that you yeah, want. for the results that you yeah. want, right? Because yeah, I mean, like uh, you were saying before, it's getting a lot better outside, and um, that we have more options on what we can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, when it comes to training, there's so many different ways to to do it, yeah. and it's hard. It's hard enough figuring out what exercises to do, let alone what figuring style? out what style of training you want, right? So today's episode is just going to be going over. I think three of the more popular types of training that are out mm-hmm. there and, and kind of giving you guys details and information on uh, what situation each one is best fit for mm-hmm. and when is the best time for you to try each of those individual ones if you are looking to diversify or, if, or are, are trying to decide which one should I go yeah. with if you're kind of stuck, right? Now that like low intensity group classes are allowed again, yeah. maybe signing up for something, <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
Exactly. So make sure it's low intensity, yeah. right? No high. Your heart intensity. rate can't get too high, or else you're yeah. gonna be getting a call from yeah. like Jason, Jason Kenny. He'll call you up personally. And be like, <laughs> hey. I saw you on that treadmill. Oh, uh, yeah. You were running a bit too fast. That heart rate was going up above 200. <laughs> Is that the limit? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's. Oh. I mean, if your heart rate's hitting 200, you're, you're doing something. I don't even know what my resting heartbeat is, so. Yeah, see. Well, you don't have a heart, so don't worry about really? that. Really? Wow, that was, that was mean. <laughs> but anywho, what's, <laughs> what's the first uh, type that we're going to talk about? All right, so the first type that we're going to talk about is the one that we said was illegal. It was high-intensity <laughs> interval training. Yeah, but it's only illegal <laughs> in a group setting. You can do it at home. You can do it by yourself. Yeah, you can, you, do, it virtually. You can do it outside. You could, you know, call up NA Mwadi and get some online personal training or one-on-one. That's drive performances. Yep, one-on-one personal training, and he can he can uh, hook you up with some yeah. high intensity. I will uh, get you into the best possible shape ever. Yeah, well, he won't. You'll get yourself there. He'll just provide guidance. Yeah, I'll provide guidance. I'll make yeah. you do it. but Yeah, he'll yeah. yell at you and make you cry <laughs> if you don't. I know this from experience. I won't make you cry. <laughs> just kidding. He reserves the crying for me. <laughs> um, so what is HIT? Well, like HIT, um, like in the name, it's high intensity interval training. So mm -hmm. with HIT, you're performing um, high intensity exercises uh, with intervals. So you have a period of work that you perform, and then for a certain amount of time. So let's say you perform that period of work for around 30 to 45 seconds, or a bit longer um, if you feel like you're up for it. And then when you move to your rest, rather than doing nothing, you're um, just switching to something that's a little bit lower intensity. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing, um, say, 10 seconds of sprints or 20 seconds of sprints, then once I switch over to my, I guess, rest or active rest, it would be more of a jog. And then right after that time is done, I switch right back to the sprints and then back and forth between, um, between the two activities for around four sets is usually what people tend to do it for. Right? So like start to finish, how long does like one of these cycles usually last? Like a, like a cycle of? Like a cycle of four. So, I mean, you, it can be anywhere from, I mean, you can have it five minutes for each cycle. You can kind of break it up. You can set a time. So, usually, um, five minutes is a pretty easy way to go about it, where you have, um, if you're doing sprints where, where it's high intensity, you mm -hmm. can have each one 30 seconds long and then divide that in a set of five. But it's usually based off of your um, your fitness level. So, that it's not it's not a set time per activity. You, you kind of adjust it based on how difficult the activity is, right? Mm -hmm. So, if I'm doing sprints, like we said before, 30 seconds going hard and then you can do say 40 seconds of you like walking oh uh, either yeah walking or jogging but as long as you're still moving at a lower intensity yeah. and switching back and forth between the two okay. and i mean the great thing about hit is that you don't have to do the activities for an hour as long as you're you're working pretty hard within um that period that period of time you can get lots of great results right mm -hmm. cool very cool. Yeah. No, I mean, it's very time effective. And one of the great things about it is that you don't really need any equipment. Mm -hmm. So if you're out, like you said before, um, since it's getting really nice outside, you can go to a park, run through the monkey bars or, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do. And then jog around the park and then go back and do something high intensity and then just switch back and forth yeah. between the two. Or like running yeah. upstairs and then walking downstairs. Yeah, running upstairs, and walking running downstairs. Running upstairs, <laughs> walking downstairs. Yeah, right? And you can get this done within, you know, 10 minutes or 30 minutes or even longer if you want to. But usually uh, 10 minutes is an amount of time that everyone has in their day regardless of what you're doing. And mm -hmm. if you're going, you know, hard during that 10 minutes, then that's really all you need, you know, to kind of get a bit of mm -hmm. physical activity into your daily routine rather than going to the gym and spending, let's say, an, an hour, hour on cardio, right? Away. And the great thing is that within that um, 10, 10 to 30 minute window, if you're going 
fairly hard. You can get the same results as you would if you were doing, let's say, that half an hour um, walk on the treadmill or an hour in, in the gym doing whatever other exercises you're doing, right? Yeah. Hmm, cool. So mm. is there, like, a downside to doing hit or is it all just up from here <laughs> <laughs> well i mean the, with hit uh, the main focus is generally um cardiovascular health right mm -hmm. so since most of the time the activities that you're doing are body weight um exercises and you're not you don't have that much load on you the the, the main focus is getting your heart rate up and that works more so your cardiovascular ability and mm -hmm. since you don't have that much load on you you're not really you're still developing your muscles to some extent but not to the same extent as if you were to lift super heavy weight yeah. right and so basically, you're just keeping your heart rate at that high level because even though you're resting, so yeah. to speak, you're not really stopping. Yeah, you're still, anything. you're still. So it's still, yeah. it may come down a bit, but it's never going to be like a full rest. That's why it's no. so effective. Well, yeah, because like um, during that period of time, um, you're putting your, your heart through so much stress, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, stress is in, in, a good, in a good way, right? Where it's, you're forcing your heart, your heart muscles to consistently work during that so period go, of time. Bah, bah, yeah. Bah, bah. <laughs> right? And then during that period of time where your heart is working, you um, once you transition to the to that period of um, I guess rest, you're still doing it. You're still doing something. Your heart gets a little bit of time to mm -hmm. kind of cool down, and then you kick your heart right back into working back um, in, into that uh, high intensity period, and then you slowly build those adaptations. Yeah, that's 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 the cat right there. <laughs> right. Whereas if you are doing cardio at the gym, where you say you're jogging for you know twenty minutes or so, your heart is still. Um, having stress placed on it it's just that during that period of time the stress isn't as great as if it was if you as if you were performing hit right so you mm -hmm. you get the same benefits as that half an hour session it's just you get that in 15 um, minutes yeah in 15 minutes right which is great if you're on a time crunch cool all right so <laughs> our next type yeah. is weight training yeah weight training so yeah go ahead low weights not high weights right now well, I mean, you can still... We're not allowed to do heavyweight training, <laughs> so... I mean, you can still do heavyweight training. I mean, it's all relative, right? I mean, you, obviously, you're not... Not according to the law. <laughs> not according to the law. So, <laughs> Carmen really wants to be on the pod today. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Um, so, what is weight training? Well, like in the name weight training, it's when you use weights or anything, any weighted object to um, add more resistance to your training, right? So... That can be going to the gym and lifting barbells and dumbbells or doing, uh, what is it, pull-ups, chin-ups, and push-ups and stuff like that where you're using your own body weight to perform exercises. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about um, weight training is that it helps, to strengthen, um, it helps to strengthen your joints, ligaments, and tendons and gives you more strength to perform activities and movements that you would generally normally perform in your everyday life, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I always remember when I used when I was younger, I used to read like you know women's health and Cosmo and all that stuff, and they were always saying like you need to use heavier weights because us women lug around purses that weigh twenty pounds <laughs> and then go to the gym and pick up the twelve pound barbells and or not barbells the dumbbells dumbbells that's weird oh yeah pick up yeah. those and expect results and they're like bro <laughs> you lift heavier than that on the daily like, oh yeah you lift your child they're way heavier like what are you doing oh yeah i mean i, I think the i think the misconception with uh, a lot of media i guess the idea that media has kind of presented to a lot of women is that if they lift fairly heavy they're going to end up looking like their boyfriends <laughs> which i mean isn't really the case I it mean, would take a lot of weight for me to look like you and even then like <laughs> that's fine i mean you still need the tan on top of that i would need a very dark tan yeah. I'd I mean, be like blackface, and I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not recommend that. Well, plus, 
I'm just built different, so oh my God. you wouldn't be able to. That's his new tagline. <laughs> oh my God. So he like what did what it was it barbell something with six hundred. No, no. Um, I had a, a new PR today of uh not a, not today but uh, this, this week. week. Yeah, of a 605-pound trap bar deadlift. Yeah, so. so he was really hyped about that. And so he's like, I'm just built different. I am built all different. Day. And you like, can be built own, different, his too. His own boss was, like, hyping him up. And I was <laughs> like, gosh, they're such frat boys. Like, this oh. is ridiculous. But it's, it's good for him. Like, that's that's incredible. But yeah, still, no, it's great, right? It doesn't right? change the fact that I'm going to bug him about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's the great thing about um, weight training. Right? Is that it, uh, get, to get to the point where your body is able to handle that much stress of mm-hmm. performing those movements, right? Yeah. Whereas when you perform just cardio, sure, your heart gets stronger. But there's not enough stimulus on your muscles to get them to the point where they can basically pull that amount of weight, right? Because as you lift um weights or as you do any kind of weighted movements whether that's squats um dumb uh what is it squats uh bicep curls um bench press anything like that you as you're moving the weight there's stress placed on your muscles as well as your bones right Mm -hmm. and then as that stress is continually placed on your body it forces your body to continually grow and adapt so that you can lift more weight and perform those movements at a higher intensity because your body is constantly always it's, it's more of you give it a stimulus and then from there it's like all right what can i do to make sure that i can be better the next time mm-hmm. so as you lift more weights as you put more stress on your body your body is like oh okay it, this is interesting let's get better so we don't get hurt the next time yeah. and then as you continually as you continue to add more weight as you continue to add more stress on your body you get stronger and stronger and then i guess in the at the end of the day once you perform your regular everyday movements everything is just a lot easier than if you weren't really doing anything, right? So question, Yeah. when you're weight training, could you do like weight training every day back to back? Or do you have to give like your body time in between? Because I've like heard that like you like when you're doing weight training, like you're like tearing yeah. things and then they need time to repair. Yeah. And so then you can go back. Is that true? Like, is that how, is that what the muscles do? Yeah. So the, that, that's basically what I mean when I say uh, stress. So as you li- lift weights, there's small micro tears that, that happen in your muscles. And that's mm-hmm. why you, when you, when you're done working out, if you're, if you're new to working out or if, if you're a seasoned expert, that's why you get that um, soreness. Mm-hmm. It's usually um, inflammation and blood flowing to that area in order that's to help repair. repair right. Oh. And that's why a lot of times when you are done working out, you'll notice that You'll have you'll feel I guess the scale will show you that you're a little bit heavier just because there's a lot of water retention as well as blood flow in that area trying to help um, repair those muscles. So is that what you're saying? Yeah. It always looks flushed. Yeah, it looks flushed, right? Just because there's a lot of blood flow going to that area, and generally people I mean are used to icing your wounds, but gen- I would I would say recommend that if you are done working, you just let the inflammation do its thing because that's mm-hmm. how. Your body, like your body repairs, right? Yeah. Whereas if you put ice on it, it's just kind of slowing that process down, right? Gotcha. But okay. yeah, no. So you take, like, would one day be sufficient? I guess it depends how hard you go, right? Well, I mean, you, you can still have back-to-back days. It's just that if you are starting off and you haven't really done too much weight training, I would recommend getting at least 24 to 48 hours of rest in mm-hmm. between your sessions. And then as you start to progressively get uh, more advanced, then you can start to do a couple back-to-back days. But at the end of the day, even if you are a seasoned expert, you still need that 24 to 48 hours of rest um, if you are going to go and work the same body part. Because you, you, you can still, let's say I do legs today, then tomorrow I can still go and work out, mm-hmm. right? It's just my legs that would need time to rest, so then I can go and do upper body. Yeah. Or if I did back, I can go and switch, right? Yeah. But you, you can still do the back-to-back days. It's just that if you are starting off, have at least 24 to 40 hours rest so that your body can recover and then fully be repaired so that when you do go back to work out, you, you're more energized, right? Yeah. Cool. No, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Now, is there like a certain weight level that you have to do for it to be like, I guess, good? Or is it just kind of 
you know, you can start low weights and then just kind of work up to where it's feeling difficult. Well, I mean, weight wise, you, you, you don't want to pick a weight that's too light, right? Mm -hmm. Or else it's, it's more cardio than anything else. So ideally, if you are, I'd say an easy way is just to to base your your difficulty level on um, how you feel about it. So on a scale of one to ten, if you if you're moving a weight, if it feels super easy, like you could do it in your sleep, then the weight is too light. Mm -hmm. You want the weight to be anywhere from a six to a seven on a scale of mm -hmm. difficulty, right? That way, there's enough stress being placed on your body, but at the same time. It's not so heavy that you're not able to perform the proper reps, yeah. right? And how many reps would you recommend? Uh, I mean, if if you're going for for maximum strength, like if you're if you're going, if I mean, if you're going just to lift weights in general and you're just adding that as part of your routine, you know, six to to ten reps is usually a, a pretty good ballpark to mm -hmm. to have for your exercises. So if you can perform a weight um, for six to ten reps, then that's great. If you're looking for more strength based like um, maximal strength and I would suggest anything from um, six reps to, to lower is best right because mm -hmm. during that um, six rep period you, you want almost every single rep to be fairly difficult because you want to engage all those muscle fibers all at once as you lift the weight whereas if you're going um, for those higher reps mm -hmm. you're, you're still building strength but you're, you're working more on that muscular endurance right gotcha okay mm -hmm. cool no that makes a lot of sense is there any downsides to weight training like is there a situation where it would be like really you wouldn't recommend it to someone uh i mean like anything if you have an injury or let's say you have like back problems i suggest get that checked out before you start doing any weight training right i mean mm -hmm. if you're you know if you blew your back out i wouldn't suggest going and doing deadlifts right that's not really that's the, the best thing to do deadlifts work your back right no, <laughs> <laughs> they can also put you in the hospital if you don't do it right yeah Right, when but you're doing yeah. like one that's 605 pounds, right? I'm just built different, though. Oh that's, I, that's just what it is. <laughs> but anyways, right, with, with weight training, the great benefit is that, like we said before, it, it's a great way to build your physical foundation. So um, strengthening your bones, ligaments, and joints. And that's kind of, I mean, th there's a little stress on your heart, but not enough for you to go and start running marathons after you, you know, do a chest day, right? Gotcha. So, I mean, with, with weight training, like I said, it's just more so for the muscular side of things, and it doesn't really help with the cardiovascular side. And if you, I mean, the, the thing is that if you start to lift too much, right, mm -hmm. and you don't do any of the cardiovascular ability, any of the cardio training, right, then that also lowers your cardiovascular ability. You, you, still, you can still run, but it, you, won't, you won't be super good at it gotcha mm -hmm. okay all right so what's the third type we're going on so the third type we have i'm sure if you are in the fitness industry you've heard of this and it's crossfit see when i think of crossfit <laughs> i just think of all like those memes of like people just like running around at the gym like almost doing like parkour stuff yeah and just like having like their feet in like stirrups and like bungee jumps and just like swaying back and forth and just like crap like that. That's what I that's what I envision. I'm sure yeah. that's not correct. I'm sure that's not exactly what you're meaning. But that's just what my like narrow scope of what <laughs> CrossFit is. That's what it Well, I mean, I feel like that's the, the general idea anytime you, you bring up. I mean, I feel like now the, the view of CrossFit has changed quite a bit just because mm -hmm. of some of the influential athletes that, that have come out of the yeah. sport. And then that Michael yeah. dude. Matt, Matt Frazier. That, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's built different. He, he's he's, he's built. like way better than you. Okay. <laughs> That's fine, you know. Yeah, you know, he he's he's built Sorry. for CrossFit. I'm just built differently than he is. You're built for <laughs> soccer. I'm I'm not a soccer player. You were at one point. I I was. Am I wrong? I was. Yep. But then I changed. Mm. I found the light. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Okay, so I what found is... the Swoley Bible. <laughs> the Swoley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never heard that before. That's pretty good. <laughs> so what yeah. is CrossFit when it's, you know, done correctly? Yeah, I mean, cr- CrossFit, for a lack of a better term, is a combination of hit and fun, kind of functional weight training, like we said before, right? Yeah. So um, with, with CrossFit, the, the main goal of most of the movements or the workouts that you're performing is to do them as quickly as possible within that set amount of time. And the, the one of the great things that has made CrossFit so popular is that it's almost like its own sport where you go and join a CrossFit club or a CrossFit gym and everybody knows everybody, everybody is super supportive, as well as everyone is also super competitive with each other. Mm-hmm. So when you go in and perform the workouts, it's designed more so group-based, but not group-based as in like group training, right? You go in there, everyone kind of performs the same workout and you're in competition, obviously with yourself as well as the people around you. And that pushes you to, to do better and do more. But at the same time, since there's that speed component added on top of some of these more complex movements, like you were saying with the handstands and so on and so mm-hmm. forth, that also increases your likelihood of getting injured, right? Okay. So yeah. that's the big issue with CrossFit is that you, if you try and go too hard too quick, you'll injure yourself because your yeah. form will fall. Right? Well, form will fall. And there's like, um, so like uh, compared to like hit or weight training, there's a lot more complex movements like Olympic lifts. There's some um, carrying. What's um, an Olympic lift? So it, it's all those lifts where you see people like take a barbell and like throw it over their head or take, you know, a barbell and like, you know, hang clean it or just some of those like when you look watch the Olympics, like some of those movements where they have the bar and they're, you know, throwing over their head and then coming down to a lunge. Right. It's just stuff that you wouldn't normally do on your own. But it's stuff that CrossFit tends to incorporate because the point of CrossFit is more so to build a super well-rounded athlete. And that means adding all those mm. Olympic lifts, all and, those and handstands. Yeah. Parkour stuff, all the gymnastics. Parkour. movements. Yeah. I just think of like the office when someone talks about parkour i don't i didn't watch the office you should have because it's hilarious yeah yeah but i mean like those complex movements at in addition with speed if you um even if you are expert an expert at this at the sport as you start to fatigue your form breaks down and putting in so many different movements that require so many different cues just will eventually lead to you getting injured whether you're new or if you're an expert at it right so how do you do crossfit and not injure yourself then like what's the optimal up like way to go about it well i mean if, if you are i would suggest before even starting crossfit i would suggest starting off with like the two other the two previous um training styles that we said before where it's um hit training and resistance training just so you can build a solid wait, wait, foundation wait, resistance training we were talking about weight training weight training and resistance training same thing i just use oh, those the terms same, it's the same okay so yeah it's the same name but but yeah i just use yeah, those terms training. interchangeably okay. right all right that, yeah that, that <laughs> confuses me but okay continue. yeah so weight training or lifting weights start or, off with, with, with those two training or resistance training right so starting off with those two will help you kind of gain the fundamentals and kind of get that coordination that you would need to transition into uh crossfits just so that um it, like like i said right it, i'm not gonna go and enter a bmx tournament when i don't know how to ride a bike right yeah, so y- you want to go in you, you want to start off with the, the basic weight training and then adding adding in some of that hit and some of that cardio just so that your body kind of gets an idea of how to move and then from there once you feel like you have a solid foundation you have quite a bit of strength um, to your to your physique or to your stature, then you can slowly start transitioning into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And the thing about CrossFit is that finding the right gym will will usually help alleviate some of those um, high injury issues because a lot of times, like like any any sport or any kind of industry, right, there's always people who are super good at it and people who aren't, the, or who aren't too good at it, right? Mm-hmm. So going to a gym that 
focuses more on the technique and also kind of slowly moving you through the different movements will help you enjoy the sport a little better just because if uh, I, I, I go to the to, to the gym and then there's a new movement that I don't know and I have a coach who can, who's willing to slowly yeah take the time to teach me the technique show me how to how to get it done and then slowly start to integrate that speed slowly start to integrate that competitive aspect of it i'm going to enjoy that sport more just because i know how to do the activity and my my chances of injuring myself and you know ending up in the hospital ending up in rehab are a lot less and Mm -hmm. i can slowly get to that point where i'm competing with other people but if i go in go ham and then i pull a hamstring i throw my back out then i'm not really going to enjoy the sport and i'm going to have a bad taste in my mouth right it's just yeah i'll also be injured that, that is true <laughs> you'll mess up your back <laughs> well that's exactly a right? that, that, that's a big downside so i, I would say crossfit is, is more so tailored to people who know their yeah stuff. who know i mean you can still enter crossfit um fairly new because a, a, lot, a lot of the movements that they form aren't all complex but majority of the things that they do are a little more just complex take yeah just if, take, you're, take if it you're easy. starting well with it just take your time go slow um, get help, modify things that need to be modified. Don't yeah. just try and like go full throttle mm-hmm. and hurt yourself because well, that's yeah. the worst thing you can do. Well, I mean, like, like I said before, the great thing is that when you when you go to these CrossFit gyms, every, usually the people in the gym are always willing to help you out. So if you have a question, you can always ask well, the people members, so. right? Those memberships are like $200 <laughs> a month. If they're not willing to yeah. help you out, then Well, I mean, that, that, that's the nice thing about there. it, right? It's that community <laughs> aspect, right? Whereas, I mean, if I'm working out at a regular big box gym, right? Yeah. It's a little awkward to go up to somebody and ask them, how do I do this, right? Hi, Mr. Redshirt. Can you show me how to do a squat? <laughs> right? It's a little awkward, right? Whereas if you're in a CrossFit gym, asking someone, how do I perform this movement? Or do you have any tips on how to approach this workout? Usually, most of those members are willing to help you out and even give you tips. And that's why it has grown so much popular yeah. is that it's more of a, how can we approach this together? And how can we compete with each other? Whereas general... Any other style of training that you mm-hmm. perform is more so in, very individual, right? It's like, I, I do it on my own. You do your part, your thing, and I do my thing, right? Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. So now that we know, like, these three different types of training, is there one better than the other? Or are they all just, you know, better suited for different areas? Well, I mean, like we said before, with the HIT, it focuses more on that cardiovascular strength. So if you're looking to um, get your heart rate going, then HIT is a great way to, to do that. If you're strapped for time, like most of us are, since mm-hmm. we're a lot of us are busy with uh, work, if you have kids, if you have, you know, the other things, other responsibilities, perform HIT is a great way to get some of that um, some of that um, movement into your into your daily life. I mean, all you need is 10 minutes. Yeah. Go hard during that 10 minutes, and then you, you can call it a day. Or you can, um, div- if you want to work out for longer, then do 10 minutes during the day, and then 10 minutes later in the, in the evening, and you, you, you've, you've, you've gotten the benefits that you would have from a similar workout that was, let's say, an hour long, right? Yeah. And then um, this resistance training, like we said before, helps build your foundation, helps make everything else stronger. And, I mean, like we said, there's something nice about just being able to lift heavy weights and just kind of throw weight around like mm-hmm. like you're the hulk right so it's just it's just one know. of those i've never <laughs> had that feeling <laughs> that's true i mean once you've experienced that euphoria of just being able to pick something super heavy up off the ground and just like throw it down like it's nothing it, you don't you don't want to go back you, you don't go back it's very that. addicting right okay and then um i, I would suggest that if you are looking, I guess, to get the benefits of both, you can always add a, um, a bit of weight too, um, to the um, HIIT workouts and just add a bit more resistance as well as just transition between the two, right? So yeah. if you have, let's say, a week, a week is seven days, right? So it, yeah, 
That's right. <laughs> okay, rhetorical question, but uh, as we were saying before, if you have, say, a week that's consisting of seven days, right? Mm-hmm. Then um, similar to what we were saying with periodizing your other, uh, your, your weight training days, I would suggest you have one day where you do a full body session of HIT. And then take that second day to, re- to rest. And then that next day, you can do some weight training and then another day of rest. And then the next day you can do hit, and then another day of rest and then weight training, right? So you kind of want to transition the two. And then that way you can get the best of both worlds. You get your cardio in there, you get your high intensity stuff um, in there, as well as you get your weight training to help make the high intensity activities a little more easier, mm-hmm. as well as it, that, that allows you then to push yourself a little bit harder. And then from there, then you can go and then, you know, do some CrossFit activities, do some um, join a CrossFit gym and do those workouts. Or, you know, if you're feeling really up to it, then you can always do all three of those different things. Right. So you can go and do those CrossFit drop ins because a lot of gyms have it where you can just drop in if you're a new member and then. They take you through the different workouts and they, they make it so that it's a little easier than if you're a season member. Yeah. So you can go drop in, try one of those CrossFit workouts, see um, how you feel about that. And then that's a great way to also learn new movements, you like skipping or learn some of the new gymnastics movements that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. And then on your other days, add in some of that weight training, add in some of that hit or add in some of that cardio so you can kind of get be a little more well-rounded that way, right? So there's no real, I mean, there's no one. They're yeah. Just- they're all great. It's yeah, just yeah. Well, it's just finding a balance. So it kind of I, I I would say incorporating all I guess all three of them or the the hit training, the resistance training into your routine is, is the best way to do it. That way you get all you cover all your bases, dot all your eyes and cross your T's. Or is, is what they call That's it. That's the saying. Yeah. That's right. And then it's it's just you know you get the best of both worlds and you're not really sacrificing if I, yeah, sacrificing anything right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just doing cardio, sure you're getting. The, your heart's getting better, but at the end of the day, you, you still need that strength, yeah. right? Weight training is important. Yeah, though. weight training is important. So if you can, you know, get that done, you know, it all at once without really injuring yourself, and you can talk to the people, or you can do, you know, find a way that you, you can get that and make it enjoyable, then that's great. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of information. Um, I know I kind of knew roughly the difference between these three, but... Um, having you explain it, of course, and go into some more detail is super appreciated. So thank you. No problem. Um, did you have anything, last words you wanted to add on before we sign off or you think we got it all covered? No, I think we got it all covered. Yeah. I think, yeah, we got it all. Like, like we said before, right? Find something you love, find people that you can, uh, do it with that enjoy it as well. And then, I mean, you'll never feel like you're, you're working too hard. I mean, you'll still feel like you're dying during the, yeah. during the workouts, but you'll, but you'll walk yeah. away and be like, oh, that was Yeah, you'll fun. walk away feeling a little bit better, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, that's it for today. Um, we will see you back in a couple weeks' time. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Simplish Podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and rate our show. You can find us on Instagram at Simplish Podcast. And for more content as well as blog posts, make sure to check out our website at www.simplishpodcast.ca. And if you have any questions or would just like to get in touch with us, send us an email at contact at simplishpodcast.ca. Thank you.